So, last time, what happened was you all, the three of you, plus Blackbird and Damerol, found yourselves outside of a Dollar Tree warehouse. And it was warded to detect intrusion by magical individuals. So after a lot of hemming and hawing and speculation, uh, Roxanne just decided to bypass that shit and teleport inside, and it was fine. And... (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know. I know you didn't know. (laughs) And uh, so once everybody was in, you all explored the warehouse for a while, and you found that a section of it was being concealed behind an illusory wall. And... Back there, back behind it, down a hallway, was a magical laboratory space. Based on the notes there, it was a it was an advanced alchemy lab to convert human corpses into very dangerous homunculi for research purposes. You know, research. How do we yeah. do the most fucked up thing possible? We did this really <laughs> awful thing for no reason. Just because we can. I don't want I mean, to that sounds cancer. like wizards. <laughs> I want to turn people into dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you found the two dudes who are running the place, a pair of older wizards by the name of Erasmus and Radagast. You killed the fuck out of them, as well as the homunculus that they had just sort of chilling out around there. And then by further consulting their notes, you identified that they had a pair of students at Cal State San Bernardino also working on the project on campus. So you blew the fuck out of all of their equipment, torched all of their notes, and then called Ashley and said, hey, we could use help with like evac because we're probably gonna be starting a fight on a college campus. And despite the fact that it was the middle of the night, she agreed and you all were like, five minutes from campus so you could just get there and chill out in your car for uh, as long as it took for her to get there. So in light of that, what's everybody doing right now? Ashley hasn't arrived yet. We're all at the all-night McDonald's. <laughs> it's 2012. Has, has, the mi- has the midnight sausage muffin been invented yet? I'm going to roll to find out. (laughs) No. Oh no. Darkest timeline. This is this is why we have to save the world so that the so the midnight sausage muffin can be invented. And then the arc of humanity will be complete. And we can safely fade away. Yes. Uh I kind of want to try and read up on homunculi in general. Obviously not using these guys' notes because we torched their notes for good reason. But I want to see if there's like anything that we can learn about them that would potentially help us. Even if we're going to go into like weird custom job sort of deal. Okay. Um, 
That's a valid thing. Uh, how's about... How's about you roll me investigate a mystery? And you'll just be, like, consulting your tome. Yeah. Maybe your library. Roxanne could teleport you back home. I won't make you roll for that one. Uh, that's an eight. That's an eight? So you guess one. page. I need you to go get me... Uh... I got to say Erasmus's tome, but that's already a name that's been used. God damn it! <laughs> I, you know what? Let's go with uh, what can it do? Is there anything that basically um, homunculi can do that we haven't run into yet? Uh, is there anything? I'm, I'm gonna actually have you pick something else because I'll tell you that the answer to that question is whatever the alchemist puts into it. Okay. Is there anything that can hurt it particularly more than just what we've been doing to it? Like, is it weak against any sort of particular substance or like metal or anything? So basically what can hurt it? Okay. That's pretty valid. So looking through everything in your library on homunculus formulation. What you find is no, because you can make homunculi out of just completely different things every time. So it it could react violently with any number of substances depending on what it's made of. However, in every single text you look at, there's like three sentences at the bottom and at the end of every section on homunculus formulation that always says have some kind of emergency kill serum on hand in case you lose control of it. Okay, so they'll probably have some sort of emergency kill serum in their dorm room or something. Got it. Okay. So that's what Grant's doing. Are Roxanne and Steiner up to anything? Honestly, just getting a cat nap before the next fight, because it is the middle of the fucking night, is a valid answer, if you have no other answer. I think I'm messing with the weak little ermine familiar that I took off, uh, what was it, Erasmus? Radagast had the ermine, but yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> Speaking of the familiars, if nobody laid claim to the raven, it is now hanging around Blackbird and they are having conversations. They're, they're just being chatty little birds at each other. It's just like, just talking shit about their old boss. <laughs> ah, that guy was a fuck. It was a fuck. You see the shit you made us do? Oh my god, you wouldn't believe it. Oh, the stories I can tell you. Oh. And he stank, dude. <laughs> Never bathe. Never bathe. <laughs> That's why I didn't feel bad about shitting on his shoulder all the time. I thought maybe if I did it enough, he might clean himself, but no, he never did. <laughs> the one time he took a bath, he actually came out smelling worse. Honestly, y'all did me a favor. <laughs> uh, as for the ermine, though, it's... Now that it's calmed down... Now that the violence has been over for a little bit, it's a friendly little beast. Uh, it doesn't seem to do much besides just, like, be a fuzzy little flashlight. 
I have no idea how to take care of an animal. I mean, I can give you tips. It's close enough to Otis that I I think you, it would. There's some experience crossover here. You're gonna want to get it something to chew on. Right. This is. I don't know what it eats. I'm not sure if this thing even needs to eat. It seems to be emitting well, constantly magical light, so I'm not I'm, sure if it's if, even an animal or just some sort of construct. Well, if it needs to eat, then uh, the, then pet stores will have like pellets and stuff that you can buy for it. Little ermine bites. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I don't know why I'm talking. I don't know why I'm talking. I'm not supposed to be there. <laughs> I'm supposed to be talking. Whoops. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, since, I mean, judging by past by the past situations, I feel like we're probably going to be dealing with some sort of wizard type deal. And also, since we're uh, not supposed to kill them this time, I'm trying to like uh, Roxanne is trying to prepare anti wizard magic. <laughs> Which is basically comes down to if I can stop them from doing any of the things that what wizards have to do to cast spells, then I feel like I ah. can take them down easier. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, you can consult pretty heavily with your brother on that one. You know that uh, for the higher end spells, wizards tend to use either some sort of wand or wand adjacent object they tend to have hand some sort of somatic component usually with their hands some sort of verbal component and some sort of material that is consumed in the process of spell casting and this is for anything above like cantrip level stuff yeah. right now they might have learned how to not use one or, or any number of those, but keeping the existence of those in mind, while maybe not shutting them down, will definitely make it harder for them. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, actually, pretty much all of those things are going to require movement of some sort, even if it is just like getting the material out of a pouch or s saying words. So what if I were to, I don't know, uh, use magic to trap a specific person in the uh, in the form of some sort of uh, paralysis spell? Would that make sense? Yeah, that absolutely would. I can, uh, I can give you a, a bonus to casting that spell the first time, maybe the second time, based on your preparations of it. Cool. Just picture, just picture all of us at like a at, at a fucking McDonald's waiting. For some reason, I'm going to say that the uh, the inside of the McDonald's is open still, and Roxanne is just like making some paper tags while eating uh, eating French fries. And like at one point, she accidentally sticks her pen in the ketchup and the uses the fry that's still covered in ketchup to write on the spell tag. <laughs> you take a bite out of the pen and you're like, man, this fry oh, tastes like shit. I could crack a tooth. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. okay, okay. 
So after after a couple hours, maybe hour 45, Roxanne, since you were the one who contacted Ashley, you get the text saying, my people have gathered at the university parking lot, if you would care to join us. Uh, yeah, relay the information to everybody else to say, hey, time to get going. All right, I think I learned about as much as I'm going to learn about these things anyway. I only ruined three spell tags. <laughs> I only ruined three of these slips of paper. I'm not going to call them spell tags. I'm not that big of a fucking idiot. <laughs> I only ruined ruined three pieces of paper with ketchup. So I think I'm all ready. Steiner, are you done playing with your new pet? Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. Great, let's not murder anybody this time. Yeah, let's, let's do that. <laughs> if there are... There aren't many better... There weren't more justifiable targets for murder than those two assholes were. I mean, they'll probably end up dead at some point in a black box... a fucking black site run by a government agency where there will be interrogated if it makes you feel better no I think he was talking about the uh, the previous two. Oh, well yeah no they deserved it <sighs> alright so you all can head to the parking lot that Ashley tells you everyone is in and it is full of DHEA personnel vans everybody is armoring up and getting ready to move just a ton of not police all uh, setting up in the college parking lot. <laughs> you all can find Ashley pretty easily. She'll wave you down so you can come and talk to her. Oh, again? Oh, you can talk now. Yeah. That, that thing ended. <laughs> okay, well... Uh, we're sort of in luck here, because turns out last week was finals week. So we are uh, getting into winter break right now. Most people are heading home. Not a lot of students on campus, but there is a lot of staff. So we are working on getting them out right now. I don't suppose you figured out who... Uh who we're looking for based on any of the information I had. Yeah, so, the, uh... Based on the, uh, license plate you gave me that belonged to Jamie Carter, he's a, uh, med student here, full-ride scholarship, and we requisitioned the records on this place, and his roommate is Oliver Patterson, who's a British foreign exchange student, also a med student. We've got their room number. And we're going to evacuate their dorm last. There's only one other student in there right now, according to university records, so it won't be too long. So, do we suppose that any more of the uh, homunculi in there, or are they, do they keep them at an off-site? We could be, if only we were so lucky. But while, they, while you are, people were evacuating the building, did they see any sign of them? I guess what I'm asking. 
No, but we didn't go into their room. And those rooms are big enough that they could conceivably be hiding a human-sized something in a wardrobe or maybe the bathroom or maybe some sort of special wizard space. Perhaps in a suspiciously large vase. (laughs) Some sort of room that's larger on the inside. What sort of dastardly wizard could create such a thing? (laughs) (sighs) So, do the three of you have a plan on how you're going to approach this? Do we have a plan? You never... We don't really have plans... We have the basics, basis of the plan, and then that usually falls apart almost immediately. I like to try to ambush people. I find it tends to work. Yes, we do like doing that. Ambushing is is our usual go-to if we can afford it, yeah. Okay, so we're winging it. Got it. I mean, honestly, we're going to try to get them out of the room quietly as possible. If there is, in fact, one of the homunculi in there, I think the best... Well, this thing can shoot lasers out of its face, so we would probably want to remove it from the building as quickly as possible. Minimize collateral damage. And draw it off into a more secluded and less visible area. I mean, if everyone's evacuated... We should also probably not discount the students themselves, given that they were working with the wizards. They may have picked up a thing or two, or maybe powerful wizards in their own right, who knows? Yeah, it really depends on how long they've been training and if they're training in traditional ways. Also, is yeah. no one else just very curious about what they would be using these for and why would they be going through so many of them? Ashley just kind of shrugs. I, I have no insight into this. Yeah, we didn't really get the chance to ask the last pair either, so... I didn't... I. I'm not blaming you, I'm just saying. Anyway, I'm probably going to try and paralyze them if I can. Temporarily, not permanently. I mean, I wouldn't exactly mind the latter. Uh, way you all have made them sound, it sort of sounds like everybody on this project uh, is kind of poster children for why we need to put people with magical talents on a registry looking directly at Grant. Grant is going to pointedly ignore it. (laughs) Grant is going to talk in the third person about that. (laughs) And then there's a squawk on her radio saying that the that like 90% of the campus No, not 90. That like 85% of the campus has been evacuated, certainly everywhere close to the dorm. And that the dorm itself is empty aside from the student's room that hasn't been touched. So the Ravens can move in at any time. All right, mask on, let's go. Remember to expect the unexpected. We're dealing with potential wizards and at least at least one of those homunculi. Speaking of the unexpected, as you all turn to start walking towards the dorm, there is a 
massive roll of mana that just comes over you from the west. And you all are suddenly overwhelmed with this feeling of being tremendously powerful warriors, the kind of warriors that destiny hinges around, fulcrums of fate, all three of you, and that you will kill thousands to save the billions at your backs, and you will be champions in the coming days. And Ashley just kind of freaks out for a moment, looking around. What the fuck is that? I, I kind of playfully backhand uh, Siner's chest, uh, and I say, hey, your knife's done. I did not. I, I, I'm just going to be honest with you, and there's all the commotion. I kind of forgot about that. I was really worried that we were. That it was like, oh shit, we're, we're fucking... It, it, fucking, it's scuffed. They know we're here. Yeah. Like, oh, first, wait, it's the knife. That's, that's what I thought at first, and then the descriptions <laughs> got a little more detailed. I'm like, oh no, it's the knife. Okay. That one is forged. Yep. So. Sorry for not giving going... you a heads up on that one. I legitimately forgot about it. Nice. Okay. So, with that one down, it's just the wounded, and then the one that's completely unknown. Where to go. But with that feeling drilling into you, and it doesn't dissipate, because as always, it lasts for a couple of minutes, you all start walking towards one of the student dorms. It has some weird name that I've forgotten, like Wolf Heaven Dorm or something like that. I, I don't know. We picked weird names for this one. <laughs> A quote, cool name. <laughs> but it's a three, maybe four story building. One of the corners is like big glass windows for three floors. That seems to be some sort of multi-tier common area. And then there's just windows around the other sides that would lead into the dorm rooms. And there's a big like set of glass doors at the bottom that you would go into to get inside. And as you all approach, you can see that there's a kind of like, not ring exactly, but there are DHEA officers posted in a perimeter about it, trying to contain whatever is about to happen in case it gets out. And then all of a sudden, out of the top floor common area windows bursts out a homunculus running at full tilt. So much for ambushing. Roll for initiative. <laughs> and it's different, this one. We're all, whereas all of the others were like kind of lanky little losers. This one is like hulked out. All of its musculature is like bigger than human bodybuilder huge. It is unnaturally muscular along every line. Glad I put the armor on before combat started. 
and it crashes to the ground and doesn't stop moving. It is running full tilt. At the four of you, what does anybody do? Uh, is the fourth one Ashley? Yeah. Yes. I would think Okay, I wasn't talking to you guys. Uh, oh, Blackbird and Damrol are here, actually, so it's the six of you. Hmm. Well, I would like to try and uh, use magic, which is uh, to trap a specific person, minion, or monster. I just want to, like, lock it up completely. Like, what Roxanne was planning to do with the uh, with the actual spellcasters, but with this thing instead. Oh. Okay. Um, you're, you are going to have to cast this really quickly because this thing is running real fucking fast. Mm-hmm. So if you want to cast it before it gets to you, it's going to be at a minus one. Okay, so net zero due to my arm shenanigans. Yes. That's a 10. It's a 10. Nice. So you throw the spell out and it locks up mid-stride. And then it turns its head to you through the spell. And then its eyes dilate and its mouth opens up and it fires its laser at you. Roll act under pressure to dodge. Yes, I was about to say I would like to to dodge. I was gonna say, if you didn't, I was gonna say, hey, remember that move no one ever uses to defend someone? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a seven, so. Okay. Well, uh, you partially dodge the laser. Uh, you're not blinded by it this time because it is, you know, it's not noon out, but it is light out, so your eyes are ready for some light. So instead, you just take partial damage. Take three harm, subtract armor. Okay. Roxanne, or Roxanne or Steiner. I guess if we're going to be uh, trying to slow this thing down so that it's not, you know, constantly on our dicks, uh, I'd like to hit it with a stunray pistol. Okay. Roll kicks and ass then. You can take a plus one because it's held quite still at the moment. Hey! Whoa. Hey! You get advanced kick some ass. So let me see. Let's go with uh, I completely hold the advantage. All right, everybody Thank gets a you. goodie. Everybody gets a oh, cookie. Oh, I also get a second goodie because I did successfully use magic. Aren't you special? So you plugged this thing, and you know it can't go limp because it's being held magically still. But your shot does connect, and it doesn't immediately whirl around and fire a laser at you, so it seems to have partially worked. It seems to have worked to some degree. Roxanne. He's paralyzed and stunned. Fucking go ham. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go fucking ham. (laughs) All right. Are you tired of being nice? Don't you just want to go ape shit? No, that's a shot. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go at its head with the hammer. Okay. I mean, I figure, I figure it probably doesn't need a head to live, but also that laser came out of its mouth, and I figure if I can bust it up enough, maybe I won't, maybe it won't shoot lasers. So I'm, I'm okay. going to kick some ass. Kick some ass. I got an eight. Yeah, an eight. 
can I... It's kind of focused on me with its laser stuff, right? Can I just help out by... Well, it's team? not doing anything. It's stunned and paralyzed. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I, I actually should have given you, honestly, probably a plus two bonus to this hit. Considering yeah, well, how thoroughly like, immobilized it was. Just, yeah, I was going to say, I would take a plus one and then just use my plus one. I feel like that's fair. Okay. So, that that eight is a ten now. What hey. extra effect would you like? I'm not, I do not believe that it is going to not retaliate against me. So I'm going to, uh, you know, I want this thing deader faster. So I'm actually just going to inflict terrible harm. All right. Which that comes out to four. four. Okay. Four harm, hand, stun, holy. Okay. So you fucking ring its bell with your hammer and it doesn't fire a strike at you either, but also the it, you don't feel like you hurt it quite as bad as you should have, but it so on lockdown and you were able to line up a strike so perfectly it's, it's definitely made of considerably sterner stuff than the last one was so are you telling me that it has a lot of health or are you telling me that it has a lot of armor? I'm telling you that it has more armor than the last one. Okay. I have ways of overcoming that issue. Also, maybe more health. Well, I was just trying to suss out what you were being euphemistic about. <laughs> so, NPC rounds. Roxanne, as you're coming up on the recoil from your strike, just your feet touching back down, getting your stance settled again to strike again. Mm -hmm. Grant, your spell that's holding the monster still shatters. Oh, good. Counter spell shit in their protective rooms against it, or the wizards have figured out what we're doing in there. Countering it, something like that. And it Steiner? I mean, you aren't aware that Grant's spell has been turned off, but you, with your greater knowledge of biology, can see that there is a sort of, like, rolling twitch throughout the monster's entire body, and then full speed, it whirls around on Roxanne and tries to slash her across the chest with its claws. Roxanne, I need some sort of roll to not take a hit. Uh, well, I mean, most of my rolls are exactly the same, so I'm going to roll cool. Okay. If you're just trying to avoid this, you can take your preternatural speed. Uh, well, I rolled a seven, so it's not a big deal. Either way. Okay. So, reduced damage, you take three harm, subtract armor. I take one harm, okay. Yeah. Ashley puts a round into the homunculus and I mean it hits but it also doesn't like recoil and there isn't the huge splatter that there usually is from her gun and Blackbird and Damrol for their part are just like looking around trying to find the wizards Grant so it is free of my stuff correct yup 
with me just rushing this thing and then like doing the uh the slide on your knees thing and like slashing up at it give me my uh my sneaky thing i forget what it's no called exactly. it knows you're here okay it can yeah. see the sword um it fired a fucking laser at you you yeah. are not an unknown quantity yeah all right uh first of all speaking of my sword i would like to see how many effects i can activate okay One i'll take life drain simply because i have a smart move for this yeah. fight yeah and then uh i'm gonna just run up to it and i'm gonna try and fucking like leap onto its back and like stab it so that way i'm just basically uh holding on to this thing like shadow of the colossus style okay roll kick some ass 11 i'd like to turn that into a 12 please with one of my forwards okay what advanced effect would you like um i would like to suffer no harm at all would probably make the most sense story-wise because it probably can't like reach me very easily on its back okay uh so with my ancient fighting arts i think that brings it up to a total of plus three yep yes yes okay so you get behind it leap up bring your sword in you don't get it very far in before you have to withdraw it and like the moment your sword penetrates it starts thrashing so you have to bail before you can do any real damage to it you hurt it a little, but not a whole lot, and you are able to dance out of the way as it whirls around on you to swing, just to try and looks like take your head off. All right, so uh, I can subtract that one harm I had from last time. Yeah. Oh, no, from that I just yeah yeah. Okay. Steiner. I'm just trying to. I'm just, like on one hand, I want to hit this thing because I think uh, I probably have the best chance of doing the, like, you know, a good amount of damage to it. But I also want to find the wizards and shut them down. Well, also, maybe finding the wizards would be in our all of our best interest because they have the kill potion for this thing. Okay, but also, Steiner deals fucking four harm ignore armor with every strike. Fair! Yeah. <laughs> maybe you should be looking for the wizards, wizard boy. Yeah! Honestly, now that I know that I'm not going to be dealing a lot of damage to it, I, that's probably going to be my next move. But uh, it's Steiner's turn, so let Steiner do the Steiner yeah. thing. Alright, so since we just had that impossible conversation, I'm going to go ahead and uh, use my sword and sweep the leg. Okay. Roll me, kick some ass. Uh, I'm going to use my plus one forward. <laughs> okay. Surprising. What's your advanced effect? Hmm. He rolled an 11, by the way, everybody. Well, I know I'm going to take the hit, but I really got to go for double the normal harm. <laughs> okay. So, we start at 4 and we double to 8. So, you basically, like, cut its leg off. Yeah. <laughs> and as you complete the swing, it whirls around, grabs you in its oversized mitt, and slams you into the ground. You're going to take four harms, subtract armor. I still consider this a victory. <laughs> Despite the fact that uh, you were Loki and you just met, messed with the Hulk. 
Well, I cut the Hulk's leg off. The Hulk's gonna be hobbling around for a little bit. <laughs> also, you're restrained. You are pinned under its hand on the ground. And you've been here before, you know what it does when it gets someone pinned. But it is like off balance. It is, it's sunk down so that it's like on its stump and it's sort of using the hand that it has Steiner pinned under as another leg. So, Roxanne, what do you do? Oh, I know exactly what I do. Hmm? I'm going to go in and look like I'm taking a running, taking a running swing at his arm, mm-hmm. and I'm going to faint and take out its other leg out from under it. Okay, give me the roll. Does that be a kick smash roll or a act under pressure roll? Well, are you trying to hurt it with this attack, or are you trying to unbalance? I'm chiefly trying to. Attack. I'm chiefly trying to free Steiner because Steiner does more damage than I do. And that's an act under pressure roll. Cool, cool. Uh, I don't have a plus one, so it's going to have to stay as a nine. Okay. So, with a nine, worst outcome, hard choice, or price to pay? (laughs) It lands on top of me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so what happens is it, it sees you coming in, and you sweep its leg out from under it, and it, like reels trying to get its balance so it doesn't fall over on its face and it whips around and it grabs you so you have essentially traded your position for Steiner's yeah I'm fine with that (laughs) oh no it's touching me what do I do oh no (laughs) (laughs) okay NPC rounds several very upsetting things happen at once Roxanne, you are shot at point-blank range with this thing's laser. Take four harm, subtract armor. All right, I'm unstable. And then the monster glows and levitates. So, Roxanne, you're free now. And then it vanishes. Oh, okay. Was not what I was expecting. And Ashley's got her gun up and is just like looking around. Grant, you can see she's got like her fist pressed to the middle of her forehead and she's like looking at her men and trying to find a moment you can tell where she can get her third eye going. Yeah. Uh, without them seeing it happen. Time to be distracting, Grant. And Damrol is the one who speaks up and is pointing at the dorm up and says, there, and you all can swing your eyes around and standing on the roof of the building are two men. One of them, white guy looks to be mid twenties, dressed better than he needs to be. He's got like a nice vest, a dress shirt, a tie, black slacks, black dress shoes, and there's a home like floating in front of him and standing next to him same age black guy light facial hair in jeans and a t-shirt and tennis shoes has some sort of weightier looking grimoire in 
his hand and is like withdrawing it. And there's a slight like glow about the hand, like he just finished casting a spell. And Oliver, the, the white guy, you know these guys' names. Obviously, this is Jamie and Oliver. Oliver has the his book floating in front of him because he's got some kind of like tub of something that he's eating out of. What the fuck? Hey. Just like reaches in and, and it's almost like popcorn shaped that he's just like, he pulls something out and he pops it into his mouth, chews on it, like moves it so that he's offering it to Jamie. Jamie looks at it, looks back at you and reaches into this tub and eats a piece of whatever is in there without taking his eyes off the battle. They're eating magic pork rinds. Well, I hope they're pork. So, Grant, the homunculus has just started flying and also turned invisible, and the wizards are on the scene. I'm torn between going after the wizards and activating my stinky wizard eye to find the thing. I might go after the wizards, because if I just stop them, then the effects that they put on it might go away. In the end, uh, I think, honestly, doing the stanky wizard eye thing would be better for teamwork, so, and better, you know, working together. So I will activate my stanky wizard eye and try and find this invisible flying fucker. Say the word, Grant. Peekaboo. Okay. So you activate your Vox and I, and you can, I won't even make you roll to look around. You can find it. It is levitating about four feet off the ground, and it is like circling around for the first time in the only couple of seconds that you've known this thing. It's showing a bit of hair in its action, a bit of hesitance. You guys, Steiner specifically, are way more dangerous than it uh, it's programmed to deal with. So it's considering its moves. Okay. All right. And saying one word and looking around doesn't feel like a full turn's worth of action to me. So I'll let you take another action at a penalty. Uh, I would like to use how far away is it? Is it so? Is it too far away for me to use blast? Would I have to use missile? No, it's definitely within close range. Okay, so I'm going to use a blast of wind to force it directly down onto the ground above, like a patch of these like rocks that are in the uh, in there. So that way, it leaves a nice outline for everybody else to uh, to see. Okay. Oh, you're casting fairy fire. <laughs> so at a minus one, right? Yes. Yeah, so roll, kick some ass at a minus one. Uh, I would like to. I would like to use my plus one forward, please, to turn yeah, that into okay. a seven. Okay. So that is um a total of three harm, I believe. Yes, and forceful. Mm-hmm. So it just slams right onto the ground in those uh pebbles that I described. Yeah. So. It- hits the ground, everybody, you can see that there's a kind of like woof and then the clattering of small rocks as they spread out from the point of impact. You all know where it is, at least for this instant. 
and its location becomes even more apparent because while it is invisible, the laser that it fires at Grant is not. Yeah. Grant, you are hit square in the chest with another shot. Four harms, subtract armor, please. Okay. Steiner. Hmm. So, um, this one was it, uh, Jamie there? Is this the one who buffed the beast? Uh, probably both of them. Jamie was just the last one to act. Hmm. Well, you know what? Uh, the college Republican there is making his book float, so that presents even more of a target. So I want to laser his stupid book. Ooh, okay. You're using your laser cannon? Yeah, I'm using my laser rifle. Okay, that's a sniper rifle, so it's got a good scope on it. So you know where you're aiming. I won't make you make this shot at a minus. Also, it's like literally floating there. It's, I don't even have to like <laughs> try to avoid his armor or anything. So yeah, go ahead, roll me kick some ass, straight up. Good enough. Seven, all right. How much damage does your laser do? Uh, it does two. Okay, so you draw your laser cannon, find your target, fire, and then your shot strikes an invisible shield that was around all of them, which shatters. So congrats. You didn't hit your target exactly, but you got rid of the shield that was around them, and you could see the both of them like looking at each other all of a sudden, like, oh, oh, wait, uh, fuck. <laughs> they have lasers too. Uh oh. <laughs> they have science lasers instead of magic ones. Oh, we're especially screwed. Roxanne. Well, hey, you know I've never really. I feel like I would have like figured this out in my down in like downtime or some sort. But how complex of a command can I give to the five demon bag? Uh. Honestly, as complex as you like. Just so long as it doesn't get outside of their ability to act. Okay. Like, they're, they're fucking floating guns. You can't tell them to build a house. Sure, but I could... Could I say tell them to steal a book? They don't have hands, so they wouldn't be oh. able to steal it, but you could tell them to attack a book. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, am I within range to use my five demon bag to try and attack the book? Um, you are on ground level. They are standing on top of a three-story building. Is that gunshot range? It would be a difficult gunshot. Yeah, I'll, I'll accept that. I'll let you... Let you roll kick some ass at a minus one. Sure, why not then? I'm saving my trump card. They do not know that I can teleport yet. <laughs> Presumably. Okay. Fuck. Well, I leveled up. Oh, well, that's a four. So, no. At least I finally leveled up. <sighs> okay, so you, you transform your hammer into the five demon bag, and you start opening up, and they come out and it looks like you're and, and you like point at them and you issue a command and they realize oh uh oh no 
or we are continuing to be targeted. Maybe we should put at least one of these people on lockdown. So the both of them like grab each other. They put their hands on each other's shoulders and then with their free hands, they point them at Roxanne. And Roxanne, you are constricted magically. You essentially have the trap a specific person, minion, or monster use magic effect cast on you. Oh no. No. And now it's the NPC rounds. And they are going to try and put the same lockdown on Steiner since Steiner is the biggest threat right now. However, Steiner, you have an opportunity to resist this or evade it in some way. How would you like to? Hmm. Okay. I, I know how I know how I'm going to do this. So they're winding up that spell and then suddenly a drone just like zips right by them, just dive bombs them. Because <laughs> I still have that thing from earlier. Yes, you do. What kind of role should this be? I guess act under pressure. Them, yeah. yeah, act under pressure. Yeah. Just to disrupt their spell casting. Uh, nards. Oof. Okay. Nice. We've all got a case of the fumbles. Can I roll help out and try and do a counter spell? Um. Maybe that buys enough time. Yes. Like it doesn't disrupt them, but it buys Brand enough time to like realize what they're doing and start whipping out a new spell. Yeah. Alright, so just help out. Eight. So that turns into an eight. Okay, so the spell doesn't complete around you, Steiner. It It's more like instead of iron bonds around you, it's like you're coated. It, it's like you're stuck in a bubble of molasses. Mm. And Grant, <laughs> you just cast at the Masters. That's not allowed. That's never allowed. <laughs> so... The homunculus is going to attempt to body check you. What do you do? Uh, I would like to get out of the way. Okay. Unless I can try and... No, no, that'd be stupid. I, I'm pretty sure you'd put a penalty on me if I tried to dog it out. So I'm going to try and dodge. <laughs> All right. Oh no. Oh no. We've all got a case of the roll pads. Christ, here at the finish line, all my characters die. Some of that experience. Uh, yeah, okay, well, Grant, I'm sorry you're taking the full hit. Four harm, subtract armor. Okay, I'm unstable. You are to the ground. Uh, okay, uh, good NPCs. Let's, let's uh, maybe try and repair this situation a little bit. Uh, Damrol has just kind of, like, vanished from everybody's sight at some point. He does that. Yeah, he does that. But all of a sudden, he is up there on the roof with the two wizards, and Jamie, Ooh. like, screams and lurches, <laughs> and Damrol <laughs> withdraws his hand from the middle of his chest. 
Ready go ghost dad. And uh, Ashley is going to like take a minute, just like line it up, exhale, steady your hand, shoot. And she almost blows off one of Oliver's legs. Oh. And Blackbird, fully feral, is going to try and get the monster off you, Grant, and it does this by virtue of being very fast, very slight, and having more, having less volume than he looks by virtue of all of his puffed out feathers, so the grab takes longer to complete. So, Grant, you're not restrained anymore. Okay. And it's your turn. I want to try and close its mouth with uh, ice instead, so I'll pull out my wand, so that way the, those fuckers on the roof think I need a wand. But I've been using my... I, I yeah, you cast wind earlier without it. I keep forgetting that I need to, like, say that... I, I swear I've said before that Grant defaults to casting with it unless absolutely necessary. I mean, you were kind of jumped by this monster. You haven't exactly had a moment to catch your breath. Okay, well, in any case... Plus, I mean, they're not visibly casting with wands either. So it's not like they... uh, It's not like it would be some revolutionary idea to them that, oh, you can do that? They're doing that. Anyway, point is, uh, I want to ice this thing's mouth shut so that way it is denied its favorite weapon. Okay. Give me the roll. Fifteen. Fifteen! Um, hey, you got a case of the roll goods. Yeah. Boxcars, baby. Dragging the enemy away in a route seems like the not good idea. You want to keep it here so that way we can destroy it. Yeah, if if you forced these guys into, like, a fighting retreat, that could get bad very fast if they start, like, finding places to take cover. Especially considering they know this campus a lot better than you do. Right, they probably have some sort of magical tricks up their sleeves involving it. Um, you know what? Everybody gets plus one forward. Nice. Hey, I love plus one forwards. And that is a total of, uh... Three harm restraining. Yeah, which you're using to shut its mouth. Yep. Okay, so you plug your shot into its mouth and it does freeze shut and it is too busy being engaged by Blackbird to get that off. Also, it's not looking great. It seems to be reaching some sort of like critical mass of damage where it's having trouble staying stable but it isn't just going to let that shot go grant it whirls on you and its eyes go wide and it like leans its head back and then snaps it forward and something hits you in your mind take one harm and roll plus charm why would you make me roll charm? It's my worst stat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe like I'm... a ten. Still roll a ten. Nice. Okay. So, you, whatever 
sort of effects were happening with that psychic strike it just hit you with just wash over you. You are able to thug it out. Dude, I Steiner. had I had a demigod in my head. That's nothing. Hmm. Alright, so this thing looks not great. Right? Well, Grant knows that. It's still invisible. What you have sight on is Blackbird thoroughly menacing something and this like floating chunk of ice at about head level. I mean, I also have magic vision, so. True. I, I do want to state, like, for the record, I have been trying to have Grant's magic vision be better than what Roxanne or Steiner have access to because of its origins. Fair enough. So, like, I could see kind of the general area where it is, but not like... Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't really get outlines, but if you switch your goggles to magic mode, it's like... It's it's sort of like, like a, a heat map. Uh, yeah, it's there, there's, a, there's a blob in the air of where it is, but you can't like... like be like a minus one to attacking or something. Yeah. You can't like tell where its hands are or where its other remaining foot is or anything like that, but you you can see oh its center mass is right here at least. The thing is I still feel like if we leave the wizards alone, they're going to either keep buffing this thing or resurrect it once we actually kill it. And I don't want either of those to happen. Okay. Uh, so, Oliver kind of got his leg mostly blown off, so I figure yeah. he's fairly distracted by that. <laughs> he's kind of taken a knee and is uh, screaming and sweating. Yeah, as, as you would. So I'm going to kill, I'm going to target Oliver with the far cut. Okay. I just want to, like, don't want to kill him, I just want to, like, make him drop that book. Okie doke. And let me see, I gotta roll magic for that, right? Yep. Roll plus weird at a minus one because you're partially bound. Right. But you do have a plus one just kind of float there. Well, if you let's want to see what happens. It. Yeah. Yeah, I, you I don't, don't need, need it. That. <laughs> That's a 10. What's your extra effect? I will say, if your goal is not to kill Oliver, don't pick terrible harm. <laughs> okay. Um, let's force them where I want them, which is not actively buffing this thing. Okay. Oh, actually, you would kill him outright anyways because of devastating, but I'll give this to you. You, you know the limits of the human body. You know how to hold back. I wasn't going for a kill shot. I was going for, like, an arm. We, yeah. we specifically okay. stated that we might uh, kill him, it's, so. It's amputation. Yeah. I mean, he might die if we don't, like, get up there and stop the bleeding. But... Yeah. does have an unstable wound, and as you line up the shot and swing it and space parts, and one of his arms just separates from his body and hits the ground, and he, like, drops onto his back, and I, you lose sight of him, but Damrol at least can see that he's, like, clutching at his stump and then clutching at his other stump and just like howling at the sky in agony and rage and he he has one health left and is quite thoroughly unable to act at this point what's weird on being on the other side of that roxanne yeah 
You are in a binding spell right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's just stopping me from, say, moving? Uh, yes. Like you, you cannot move your body. Sorry, I guess I... Let me rephrase that. Could I just teleport out of this? Uh, you maybe can't teleport out of it, but you can just teleport. I just really wanted to see if that would work. It would have just been... It would have been extremely amusing to me if I could just teleport away. <laughs> um, oh, you can tell. I'll give this one to you for free. You'll still be stuck, but you can teleport for free. No, 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 no. I want to... Uh, I don't want to teleport until I, until the time is right. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, I'm going to use force of will to try and break out of the binding. Okay. Give me the roll. Let's see how it goes. And 14. 14! Good roll time. The bindings dissolve around you. They, they dissolve into smoke. So they might re-solidify at some point if their caster is left alive. But... You are free to act now, at the very least. Forgive me for not being uh, 100% here, but what did, did Steiner take out one of the wizards? Yeah, he cut Oliver's arm off, and between that and Ashley almost blowing his leg off, he's uh, he, he has that one health left and he's isn't taking actions for the time being. He's a little preoccupied. All right. And the other wizard is still up there, then? Yeah, Jamie is engaging with Damerol in some capacity, but uh, uh, is otherwise unmenaced. <laughs> I want to teleport behind him and nothing personnel him. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. I'll even give you a plus one to this attack because he is quite distracted. God, literally all I want to do is just teleport up there and just slap the fucking book out of his hands. <laughs> well, that would be an act under pressure roll. I'm fine with it. Honestly, okay. it's too funny to pass up. You can roll me act under pressure at a plus one. <laughs> okay, well, I hope this goes well. I got a ten. Yeah, ten. Nice. Yeah, you can bip up there, and then he just, like... He's in full, like, fight mode. Senses are all online. Whirls around at this thing that is now suddenly behind him, and you just fucking slap the book out of his hand, and it skids across the roof, and he looks at it, looks at you. He, he, is, he is pale, and there is nothing but panic on his face. I teleport him into a locker. <laughs> no, I just say... I suppose you get that a lot, don't you? Well, it's his turn now, so... Oh, I don't care. It's worth it. Yeah, well, he is going to attempt to go for his book, because that's important for his spellcasting. So, Roxanne, if you would like to roll Act Under Pressure to, I don't know, just kick it further down the roof faster than he can get to it. Turn into a goat and eat it. Power move. 
I got an eight. You got an eight, okay. You both get hands on it at the same time and you are in a bit of a tug of war. You're gonna have an easier time ripping it out of his hands next time, but he's got enough of a purchase on it that he can cast and he's gonna bring his other free hand up into your flank and electrocute you. Take three harm subtract armor. All right, one harm. Oliver does nothing. Oliver's like Oliver attempts to not die. <laughs> Oliver's using that tie as a tourniquet right now. <laughs> Oliver lays on his back and screams at the heavens. The monster, the homunculus, however, uh, while it is in bad shape, it is still quite active. And it finally manages to catch Blackbird just wraps its hand around her body and slams her into the ground like a couple of times, just like, pa, pa. And there's there's some snapping of tiny birdie bones. No, that's my friend. Stop beating up my friend. And Damrol is actually going to help you out, Roxanne, by assaulting Jamie again on his insides and the pain of that causes him to let go of his book so now you just had it is the book too big for me to stick in my in my hammer space definitely this is like bigger than a phone book Cameron goes uh your spleen should be your spleen is where it belongs what if I moved it like five inches to the left pretty sure it would be out of your body and Ashley, for her part, has found a moment to activate her third eye. And so she's got the same sort of like murky cloud of vision on the monster that Steiner does. So again, it's very slow and very careful. But with how big this thing's great meaty paws are, she's able to get enough of a shot off to get Blackbird out of its grasp. Blackbird just kind of lays there on the ground. She is not looking good. And it's Grant's turn. I'm going to run over to Blackbird and do a thing that use magic doesn't uh, that I don't use with do magic too often, which is heal. Ask okay. give health. Yeah. Repair bird. Blackbird. Inflict heal. Blackbird, become healthy. Seven. What's your glitch? If I draw immediate unwelcome attention to myself, I'm probably going to die because I don't have the health to survive another hit. If it does two harm, does four harm. In fact, part of my plan was to heal myself duration like it blackbird just needs to live long enough that we can get give her actual medical attention so short duration could probably work yeah okay so you don't really heal blackbird you more put her in a kind of medical stasis okay and then i'm going to use my turn uh he's pretty light right yeah i'm gonna use my turn to to pick them up and 
run. Cause like I said, I can't survive another hurt. I can't survive another hit. Blackbird definitely can't survive another hit. So pick him up and run. <laughs> okay. Um, I won't make you roll for this one because Ashley is going to spend what accounts for her next turn, giving you to cover. So you are able to get away from the monster scot-free. All right. Steiner. My wizards are being dealt with. Uh, I got to go with them. I, I got to, like, take a chunk out of this thing. All right. So kick some ass at a minus one. Uh, yes. Seven. Okay. All right. Your sword does four ignore armor. Yep. So... There's a kind of simultaneous strike coming in. You are bringing in your sword at what? You're just aiming for center mass, I guess? Just aiming for the middle of the cloud? Yeah, I mean, hit what I can at this point. Okay. And the monster recognizes you as the biggest threat in the room, so it you can't see. But Grant, if you look over your shoulder, you can. It's that same sort of move it did where it rolls its head back and then whips it forward. Steiner, mid-thrust, something hits you in your mind. Take one harm, ignore armor, and roll me plus charm. I'm fairly charming, but I'm excited to see how I mess this roll up, considering that Grant rolled a 10 for it. (laughs) Grant is not the least charming person on this team somehow. (laughs) Oh, is your charm minus one? Mine's minus two. Oh, damn. Wow. (laughs) Like... Just for fun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck if you like me. Um, Okay, so with an eight, what happens is you are filled with fear. For the next couple of turns, you are going to have to, like, fight yourself to do anything. Cool. But... Despite the fear taking you, you do manage to complete your thrust and you get all the way up to your fist in this thing's center. And as you retract to like back off as the fear fills you, this thing hits critical mass and just drops like a stone. And the invisibility turns off. So now everybody can see its corpse as it goes completely still on the ground and Roxanne up there on the roof with you Jamie just kind of barks out fuck this is not going like I wanted speaking of Roxanne you uh you have a surly highly distressed wizard in front of you yeah I've got this book him into a locker no, I'm not going to teleport him into a locker. You know, I know technically you were not supposed to be able to negotiate with monsters, but this guy is a human wizard. Yeah. Can I try and intimidate him? Absolutely, you can. Yeah. I'm just going to look him dead in the eye while transforming into my multi-armed form and say, you can surrender now and probably go into custody with most with all of your bones intact. 
how do you feel about that? One of my arms motions to his friend. <laughs> Honestly, that is an exceptionally powerful case. You can roll manipulate someone at a plus one. I want this to fail because I want him to like look at the dead monster, look at his friend with an arm missing and his half his leg gone, and be like, then look at Roxanne and be like, no, I can take you. I, I feel good about this. <laughs> and that's the part where I fucking frisbee toss his book into his into his face so hard that he goes blind permanently. <laughs> well, let's see how the roll goes. I got a twelve. <laughs> you got a twelve. Okay. He wets himself. Come on, dude. Well, Don't see, that the first half of that joke does happen. He uh, he looks at Oliver on the ground, writhing about, bleeding out, screaming, looks at his hyper-enhanced homunculus dead on the ground, looks at you in all of your six-armed, six-and-a-half-foot-tall angelic glory, looks at Damerol, who has been rearranging his internal organs for the past five minutes, and In alphabetical order, just kind of like gives him a, a winning smile and a little like hello wave, and he looks down at the roof. He's got his eyes closed, and he raises his hands up in a very clear, "I'm done. I surrender." I'm tempted to still cast the paralysis spell on him. <laughs> Speaking of the paralysis spell, Roxanne, the one that's on you, you can feel it dissipate permanently. It's not coming back later. Jamie has deactivated it. Uh, I shout down from the floor because obviously I don't hear things going on. So hopefully things are done. I'm like, Blackbird needs medical attention like now. I, I can do that. I don't know how to operate on birds, but... I think they're human enough shaped that I can make them not dying. They are highly human shaped. They do have hollow little bird bones, but yeah. you can definitely perform some critical first aid. Boy, it would really suck to flood this roll and kill Blackbird. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and use that last plus one I have. Make that Okey a 10. Doke. So. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter, but now they're stabilized and healed of two harm. <laughs> well, no, it does, because I'm keeping track of numbers for my NPCs when they actually, like, take serious harm. They were at two. Now they're at four and stabilized. Speaking of which, I'm going to try and ma use magic on myself to... Oh, are we... Are, are we basically done? I feel Combat like... is over here. Okay. All right, I'm not the mystery's not over, but this combat encounter is done. Okay, well then I would still like, if the mystery's not over, I would still like to try and use magic to heal myself a little bit. Okie doke. You can like automatically heal one harm, I think. Yeah, everybody yeah. can heal one for free off of first aid. Um, and then whatever other sort of healing methods you've got. Yeah, I'm just up here with Jamie. I don't know, I just yell down without taking my eyes off him. Actually, you should send somebody up here with, I don't know, handcuffs. 
the magical bag. I did cut one of that fellow's arms off. For my glitch, I'm going to just choose the effect as weakened, which is basically I didn't heal myself. It, it just didn't do anything. Okay. Walk it feels on. nice, though. <laughs> Let's see. Did College Republican bleed out up there or what? Uh, yeah, it's Roxanne with your hollering. Ashley will send some people up there and having also maybe a medic <laughs> yeah and also knowing that she about took one of those dudes legs off and also saw that steiner fucking dismembered him she is going to get a medical team up there as well to keep him alive for as long as she needs him to be alive i can feel really bad if it turns out these dudes like legit had no clue what was going on but also i mean they did try to kill us so it's only a little bad yeah. Like we found like the underground equivalent of Pokemon or something. <laughs> These guys are just like, oh yeah, we're making cool fight monsters. What? They're made out of human corpses. Oh, actually, no, no, no. I do remember it being mentioned that they deliver the corpses too. Yeah. Oh well, now I'm less bad. I don't. I don't feel bad about cutting that guy's arm off at all anymore. <laughs> Uh, but I am disappointed that we didn't discover like the underground equivalent of like Super Meat Punks Forever, but with like battle bots. I don't know if I actually said that that's the case. I swear I heard it, but if you did not, then whatever. I think all I said on the matter is that people are being murdered in the course of procuring these bodies. I don't think I ever said who's doing the murdering. I for sure could see Oliver as a serial killer. He's yeah, got same. that. <laughs> um, speaking, uh, not speaking of serial killer, but uh, do we have enough time for Steiner after he's done on Blackbird to try and heal me? Because I'm still at like for for yeah. harm and unstable. Steiner can right. throw a couple of healing spells around. Well, it's not so much healing spells as, you know, medical. Literal first aid. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Shot. Hey. Hey, it cool. It doesn't have any bonus effects, but you have, you're un, you're no longer stable and you heal for two. Cool. All right. I'm in a much better position. I'm Place only now. at two okay. harm. Yep. So. I forgot that I have resilience too, so I'm actually at one harm now. Because I only huh? got hit one. Well, I got a couple. Okay. Um, Saving any healing I do until after somebody has signed off on uh, taking Jamie. Yeah. Uh, trio? Nah. Probably more like five, honestly. DHEA agents come up, including the medic. The medic starts putting tourniquets on Oliver's stumps and like lays out a stretcher, calls one of the other soldiers over to carry it with them. And the remaining three, just like one grabs one of Jamie's arms, one grabs Jamie's other arm, hands behind the back, cuffs on, starts escorting him down through the building. All right, cool. Did, uh, did Oliver's book survive? I believe Steiner shot it. No, I shot, I shot at it, but the shield blocked it. Yes. And then he dropped it, you know, when he lost his arm. So it might be a little bit uh, messy. It's on the ground. The cover has a bit of blood on it. And it also might be a little bit of sticky otherwise, because it fell onto the dropped tin of caramel popcorn that they were eating from. They were definitely college students. 
Does the caramel corn have any blood on it? <laughs> no. Because just like, how much of a power move is it going to be to just like be munching on that while interrogating them? Yeah. Can birds? Honestly, yes. <laughs> Roxanne pulls out her phone and just mouths, "Can birds eat caramel corn?" <laughs> Corn is good for birds, usually. I don't know about caramel, but that's just like sugar and butter, so I don't see why it wouldn't be. I mean, I'm pretty sure seagulls eat that shit all the fucking time, and they're fine. And seagulls are powerful birds. Seagulls are hell rats. <laughs> seagulls are nature's garbage disposals. Nature's bastards. Yeah, what did I say? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah, I take the other book down to Grant to see if he can decipher with his wizardliness. I don't know. I pass one to each of them to see if there's anything useful in them before I fucking burn the two of them. Yeah, sure. Let's read this shit. Uh, I won't make you roll for this because these are just wizard grimoires. It's just it's spellcasting notes. It's the kind of shit that Grant has in his tome. There's nothing about alchemy in either of these. Oh, yeah, this this shit. I've got that in my backpack. I wonder if I could just hang on to it, then. Like... Well, this list has to cast Bigby's floating hand. So their notes are unaccounted for. Yeah. Time to go up to their rooms. Yep. I, I <laughs> shove one of the... I, shove, I take the book that Grant handed back to me, I assume, and just go, yeah. here, now you can give this to Ashley or something. I say okay. it very quietly. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Ashley, speaking of Ashley, uh, as she is like directing everything and Damerol just like floats off the roof of the building and comes down to ground level and wanders over and you all are like picking through the grimoire, seeing what's up. He floats up to her and it's like, Miss Arias, it's been a few months. And she's like, it has. Damerol. Be nice to the ghost dad. <laughs> no, she doesn't want him to fucking. She doesn't want him to fucking narc. She's the one that helped him out. And uh, a little bit lower, but still loud enough that all the rest of you can hear because you're in like slightly closer proximity. He says, "I never had the chance to uh, leave any sort of message on my exodus, but if you could send a message to your father that I'm sorry that I'm." will be missing our yearly chess game. And she just kind of like looks at him like he just grew a second head. Like, what? Um, wait, what? I do. I simply do not hear it. They've drawn lewd drawings and notes of these. Damrell just smiles at you and Ashley just, she looks confused. Like, she has never, in, in all the time you've met her, looked more confused about everything than she does right now. Would you say that she is shook? Exceptionally. She's got, like, one hand up in her hair and is staring at the ground, just kind of, like, looking at things. Ah, the perfect time. Uh, not to interrupt whatever is happening here, but uh, these books contain absolutely no information regarding the Samakia I feel that we should probably search the dorms now. Yeah, yeah, let's go. 
Yeah, uh, just report back to me on whatever you find. I gotta make sure these two are secure. Alright. And then, like... And, Roxanne, you can see that a couple of agents are, like, pulling out duffel bags from a couple of the vans, unzipping them and pulling out these spiders that you saw back during the archer fight. The full-body, ultra-powerful restraints that were used to keep the archer from moving at all. Let me give Oliver a little wave, like, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. So that's how the saying goes, right? Did they get that he is just, like, breathing heavily through his teeth. His face is sheet white. I can't wait until the prologue where he escapes the H.A. EHA custody and gets his ass kicked again or something. Uh, uh, as we're walking up to, like, their dorm, Grant is going to be like, so who won those games? Like, was it a usually even thing, or... Oh, yes, he is exceptionally talented. We are almost tied. I have two wins up on him. Okay, alright. This is weird. Super weird. Anyway. Oh, hey, here's their dorm room. (laughs) Yeah, so... You guys know which dorm it is. Ashley would have told you. We should probably expect some sort of uh, protection walls in here as well. Uh, yes, the door actually. In. No, hold on. <laughs> I, will, I will stop. I will go. No, Roxanne. No, Roxanne, I want, no, no, no. I want this to happen. No, I, I actually fucking had a good idea. I was going to read a bad uh, situation. I want to hear your good idea. Bad. I was going to read a bad situation, and I have an extra bonus question. When I read oh, a bad that's situation, true. yeah, it doesn't even matter if I fucking fail that role. I get that yeah. question anyway. But I also just I just like the mental image of Grant like starting to like gear up to investigate like this. And like okay, just like like an expert safe cracker, just like pressing on the walls, and then Roxanne just like knock knock, it's Knuckles kicks the door in. <laughs> knock knock, it's Knuckles. <laughs> so are you kicking in the door or am I? Uh... I. Roxanne freezes mid like foot raise and is just like balancing on one foot looking at you <laughs> expectantly. Uh, hey, hold on. Let me roll my sharp. Hey, 14. I can ask fucking anything, but uh, the only thing I'm really... What's the true name of God? <laughs> <laughs> Kill six billion demons. Um, but really the, the first thing I want to ask is what kind of magic was done here? Isn't that investigate a mystery? Is that investigate a mystery? Pretty sure you get that question on investigate a mystery. Let me read that. Hold on. I mean, he technically can ask any question. Not I mean, yeah. Lists. Well, it's your um, uh, third eye. Your vox and uh, eye. And, yeah, your third eye and. When you read a bad uh, situation, you can open up your third eye to. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's that's a that's a different. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, forensic divination is investigating mystery. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I can still ask it though. I got a fourteen. Yes, you can. You have three holds, which you can spend as you like. Yep. Uh, so, is there any sort of trap magic done on the door? And if there is none on the door, is there any in the dorm room further in? Assuming there is none. No. Nope. Let... These guys were exceptionally unprepared to get raided. Alright, uh, I will look at Roxanne and I go, Roxanne, you may kick down the door. They already did. 
boom, in goes the door. You're like halfway through the first syllable, or like first word of that sentence. You're halfway through Roxanne, and I, the door I, is just. I say, a, I say Roxanne, and then it's just the door splinters. <laughs> okay. Off the hinges, on the ground, in the middle. So, uh, aside from the disruption that occurred due to a door flying inwards at high speed and tumbling over a few things, it's a college dorm room that was occupied by a couple of 20-something dudes. Alright, where's the best place to hide the kill juice for the homunculi? Because I'm assuming that there's, the at least, there's at least one more in here. Uh, you don't find it, Grant. Oh, these guys were exceptionally, exceptionally shitty, and they did not make the kill juice in case this thing broke out of their control. Cool. That or it's wherever their lab is. That or wherever their lab is. Which seems like a really poor place to keep it. Okay, do I find their weed, though? <laughs> do I? I will not make you roll. You can find their weed. Hell yes! Please, nice. Oliver looks like he does cocaine. <laughs> Oliver looks like he does cocaine. Let's be honest. You find Jamie's weed. Okay. Insult to injury. This is mine now. Uh, that's... Excuse me, that's ours. I... We take drugs. <laughs> um, so I know that Grant still has one more hold, yeah. but there isn't really anything that he could ask off of read a bad situation because it, the questions need to be in the vein of reading a bad situation, and this yeah. isn't one. The storm room is very safe. So at this point, I can turn it over to mostly the other two player characters so they can do something, but really yeah. to everybody to investigate a mystery. I'm just going to go through their computer, see if I can find like any records. Like, hey, do they have us payments or maybe, I don't know, like a storage... Well, don't forget it? you have a plus one that you haven't spent yet. I don't care enough to make it a ten, honestly. Hey. I mean, actually, okay. okay, okay, I will make it a ten just because I can probably take that hold later. What is? What are you rolling for, Colin? Uh, I, I technically get to roll as well, but I'm going to let you guys ask all your questions first. Okay, fine. I'll let you guys do fun things. Okay, so Steiner gets a twelve, Roxanne gets a ten, and Grant gets a thirteen. If we get around to him. So, as always, I'd like to go in order of biggest roles. Steiner, do you have advanced investigative mystery? You know, let me check. Yes. Okay. So you can ask me two. Questions can be anything you could reasonably get out of the situation you are currently in. All right. I'm just going to go through like their laptops or computers or whatever, and I want to find... Is there any records of payments for, like, a you store it or renting a building or anything? Uh, no. There's not. They don't appear to have any sort of storage spaces, either of them. The only thing that you might find that could be a little weird is that they uh, purchase from, like, places like Home Depot and Lowe's more often than an average college student would, especially a med student. But no, they don't appear to have like a storage unit or anything. Okay. Um, are either of their phones in here? Yeah. 
they are password protected. Hmm. Should I, if I can roll to, like, break their passwords, can I look through their phones? Yes. You do have a robot son who does a lot of cryptology. Cryptography? Cryptography. Yeah, and uh, you sort of have a, a lesser version of him in your goggles right now. Who, uh, by the way, by, by now has a very thorough profile on homunculi. Nice. How those things fight. So I will let you roll sharp again at a plus, you know what, I'll say a plus two, because Gregory is a very good boy. Yeah. Very good at code breaking, apparently. Best boy. Okay, ten. Ten. Nice. Okay. Uh, so while you're digging through that, I'm actually going to swing it over to Roxanne. Roxanne, you have two holds. Um, well, the question I want to ask is actually, where did it go uh, in the context of, I want to see if maybe these two keep any, like, keys around? Like, maybe they have some car keys or bus pass. Oliver does not strike me as as the type that uses the bus pass. Oliver strikes me as my dad owns a dealership kind of guy. Or is <laughs> it beyond that? Like his dad buys him a new car every year. And and each of the license plates are the same license plate, but a, a different, bigger number on the last one. So you definitely know this is the seventh car he's owned. Uh, you can find Jamie's car keys. Yes, I will give you that. Nothing else, unfortunately. Right. Not even anything that looks like uh, like something that belongs to them that might be like particularly well used. I guess I have the magic books. Yes. So you never do. mind. You have another hold. Did if you'd you like to ask something else? else. Not yet. Hmm. I said I was going to, but I that's when I assumed they were important. Now that they are not important, I'm wondering if I should just hold on to them. Yeah. I may just end up burning them anyway. Who knows? I'm going to hold on to my other one then, because, like, I guess I could just ask what is being concealed here, but I don't really have a good context for that, so I may, I might just hold it unless someone I mean, has a good can, idea. You can turn that into, is there anything physically hidden in the room that I could find by turning into a snake and getting into small corners or something like that? Yeah, is there anything, is there anything hidden in this room? What is being concealed here? There is. Oh. You have to creep around and get under their beds, but you do manage to find a locked box that has some magical sigils on it. A pretty large snake boops a box out from under the bed towards you, Grant. And, uh, hey, wouldn't you know it, but there's a key on Jamie's ring that, uh, appears to be highly non-standard. Okay, uh... <laughs> You're free to investigate it first. Uh, yeah, I'm going to ask if... What sort of magic was done here? Uh, it's, is this magic... Is this box booby-trapped? Will putting the key in and unlocking it without deactivating some sort of weird magic thing cause it to like electrocute me or some shit 
No, and in fact, putting the key in the lock and turning it is the only way to not trigger the trap that would cause the box to self-destruct. Ah, okay, yes, let's do that. Then I'm going to uh, put the key in and turn it and open it and what's inside? Research notes. Hey! Um, hey! I still get another one. Uh, do these research notes tell of anywhere that they do their experiments? Like, where where's their lab and how how we can get into it without... Or who they're sending these things to. Yeah, or who they're sending these things to as well. So, you get three things out of the notes. The first is that they are not the last stage in this project. There is one other person. The second is that their laboratory, like where they do their actual work, because you can also see that they like sneak homunculi into their dorms sometimes to work on it in here. You all can just tell that now that you know what you're looking for. But they are working in the, uh, the the campus has a sort of like gymnasium is too small of a word for it it's an athletic building and there's a basement to that where they have put up an illusion and a mind your own business spell to keep people from going to one part of it that they have converted into their lab and the third thing that you get grant is a name of the third person or i guess of the fifth person on this the last name it's it's a last name you can tell and it's cutler and grant i'd like you to roll me sharp again uh i would like to use my plus two forwards to get a 10 please Okay. Sifu Ho told you something about that last name while you were his apprentice. You can't remember precisely what he told you, but you recall him very emphatically telling you something about a wizard with the last name Cutler. Okay. And let's swing back over to Steiner so we can address you getting into the, the phone. Uh, what are you trying to get out of them? So what I wanted was I wanted to do on their phones was I was going to like pull out Google Maps and check their timeline to see like what areas they had visited the most in hopes of trying to find their lab like that. I guess now that we like have this information, I guess it's like I'm gonna just go through their texts. Okay. Um, I won't make you roll to. Uh investigate the texts you can go through you do manage to find that same name that grant found in the notes cutler and the texts are very terse like this is jamie's phone and jamie is kind of wordy he's he's verbose Thank you. He's very verbose. He sends a lot of words at Cutler about, like, we're done. We've made great progress. We're ready for you to step in. And Cutler is just like, (laughs) K. I know the word for that one, too. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Metal Gear. <laughs> Arpa Chief. <laughs> uh, I would like to use my mentor. Actually, before Grant does that, I want to just yeah, like, what is the context of like the last conversation they had? What were they talking about? Business as usual, it seems, based on all the other contexts. It doesn't seem like they warned Cutler about what was coming. Okay. You get you get the feeling from the texts that Jamie kind of is trying to impress Cutler. So maybe he hoped he could resolve this situation with Oliver, just the two of them, and then like show really? it off, maybe. Obviously, highly incorrect. You were wrong about that. Um, I'm going to keep a hold of this phone because I feel like we can use it to potentially lure, lure out. Uh, was it Cutler? Cutler. Yeah, I will type the name. Mm. I just keep wanting to call him a Cutner because it's the name of an injury attorney in my city. I keep wanting to say Cutlery. But yeah, I think we could potentially use this uh, to draw Cutler later. Or at least, I don't know, something. Also, you know, fuck this dude. I'm keeping his phone. <laughs> I have a, I have a familiar and a phone now. <laughs> I'm gonna find something to take from Cutler. Steiner has a phone. <laughs> <laughs> so many delicious treasures. Well, no, I took the okay. So I took the weed from Jamie. <laughs> I, you only I took the familiar. Bit. Yeah. Uh, point being, I'm gonna have to find something to take from Cutler just to make this complete. <laughs> He's gonna have, like a cool necklace or something. Hey, taking trophies is my shtick. All right, I would like to roll mentor to contact uh, Sifu Ho to see if I can get him, like, to remind me what the fuck he said about the Cutler family. So I roll for that uh, plus sharp. On a 10! Hey! On a 10, they help you, no problem. Nice. I'm hoping that happens. So you can ring ring up Sifu Ho, and it's Ho's Antiques. It's like... Uh, well, it's like 3 in the morning on the on the way. On no, the it's well after sunrise now. Yeah, so uh, it's like 9 a.m. over in New York. Um, I go, hey, Sifu Ho, a uh, question... You mentioned something while you were training me about the Cutlers. That name just popped up in the case I'm working. Grant, where are you right now? Cal State San Bernardino. Shit. You need to leave. I don't remember what you said exactly. What's going on? What I told you is that if you ever encounter that name, you need to turn around and run the other way. Death magic? No, not not that bad. Okay. Uh, I don't think we can really leave this one. He's killing people and turning them into fucked up monsters that shoot la- excuse me, messed up monsters that shoot lasers at people. So... So we flee. Killed like half of his supply chain. 
Okay. Okay. <sighs> All right. Uh, is the rest of your team there? Yes. Yes, they are. Put me on speakerphone. Oop. You're on speakerphone. Okay. All right. Talked. Hi, everybody. We met once when Grant carved that piece of his self off to get the monster out of his head. Oh, right. I, I remember you. Um... Yes, my name is Zhang Ho. I, it's, I would say it's a pleasure to meet you all, but uh, we are on business right now. <sighs> Apparently, this case that you're working on has intersected you with the name Cutler. That's a name we have all been on the lookout for for decades. Silas Cutler is a wizard. He is also a highly accomplished alchemist, and he is also quite mad. Two out of three of those. The effects that would normally come from a long life, the, the dehumanization of your fellow man set in on him very, very early. And it has progressed over the course of his lifetime. To him, people are nothing more than sacks of meat for him to experiment on. And that has extended to his own body. He is a flesh shaper. We have not been able to catch him because he is exceptionally good at changing his face and disappearing for years and years and years. We only hear murmurs of him. But whenever we find anything that he's had his hands in, it's always piles of mangled corpses. That checks out. Yeah, yeah, it's that will work. He is also offensively highly dangerous. So, if you all are going to go after him, you need to be careful. This isn't some punk kid you're going to be able to rock up on and scare. He's older than all of you by factors of two or three, and he's stronger than all of you by maybe the same. And if he's been breeding monsters out of human corpses, you can be sure that whatever he's keeping at his side is going to be disastrously lethal. All right. It seems like a big pain in the ass, and we're kind of short on time. Is there just any way we can pass this off? I mean, this seems like your your organization has been looking for him for some time, so if we can locate them, can we just point him, point you in his direction, or...? We have other things going on. Roxanne, as Steiner yeah, says the the sort of like constant low level pressure in the back of your mind that is your you being aware of your mission like presses in on you like a truck 
the the blind heir knows something about leaving Cutler alone that is mission fucking critical to you. Mm. Steiner, I don't think we can do that. Oh, uh. uh, you're... Okay. Wonderful. All right. Uh, well, scra- uh, scratch that last statement, apparently. Guy who can see the future says we gotta kill him. Uh, can I ask a question? Does the... You said you've been tracking this guy for decades. Anything particularly special happen with him in the 1950s, if you recall? Late 1950s? Late 1950s was the last we heard of him. No. Early 1950s was the last that we heard of him. We lost track of him in Poland. Well... I guess, and since around 1958, he was in California. Lovely. 60 years undisturbed. Try not to make a joke about how he's very disturbed. I see you making a face, and I just look at you, and I'm like, please do not embarrass me in front of my master. Oh, um... Do the names, um... Is Rasmus and Radagast, are those anything to you? Just while we're checking things off? Uh, I'm afraid not. I know one of those from a Tolkien book, but outside of that, no, I'm afraid not. Uh, well, they were wizards who were apparently actively making the homunculi we're dealing with, so they were working with him in some capacity. They're dead now. <laughs> yeah, they are extremely oh. dead. Very dead. I am um, glad for that, at least, that Silas's accomplices are dead. Related follow-up question. Do you know uh, anything about the care of magical familiars? Oh my god. Steiner, no! Stop! Anyway, I'm sorry about that, Shifuho. He's a bit excited. Grant, give him my phone number later. If okay. everybody is alive after this is resolved, I'll be happy to help. Just please, all of you, be safe. We'll do our best. We have more important things to do than die today. Actually, since we're since Sifu Ho is on the phone, could I? roll investigate a mystery just to ask him if he knows anything about uh about cutler that might be useful like just like i get that he is a shapeshifter he's he's a flesh crafter and pretty fucking wacko but i just wonder if maybe like there's anything from his past that maybe might be that might be we might be able to use to uh, at least fucking catch him off guard. I'll let you roll. Okay, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Gets you one. One, yeah. Yeah, I want to ask. Well, you know what it can do and what sort of creature he is. I want to know. Love it. What can hurt it? basically 
if he knows anything, any particular weakness that, uh, I mean, being alive for a long enough time, you tend to make, you tend to break into some patterns. And I figure a crazy wizard is the most pattern-based person there is. Well, we don't know too much about his capabilities beyond the flesh crafting, but personality-wise, I can tell you that he delights in playing with his food. I might be able to use that, actually. That might be useful. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Tifa Ho. Again, all of you be safe. Will do. Best, uh, best of our ability. If it matters, I don't think up? I can actually die. Oh, please don't. <laughs> I hang up on him. I hang up on him in the middle of that sentence. Let's not test that hypothesis, Steiner. You, like, dying right before... Doomsday? Gestures vaguely to the mm. uh, out to the, like, northwest would be... bad? Also, uh, just because you can't die doesn't mean he can't do horrible things to you for as long as there exists an Earth, which is, uh, if you're not there, about ten days. Well, at least if we fuck up, we won't have to worry about him. So, it's right around this time that Ashley steps into the room and just on the doorframe. How we doing, folks? Bad. Uh, we have a situation. We keep wading into this particular bramble patch and there seems to be no exit. More wizards. She gestures at all of you to explain. There's another wizard above the last two, presumably the Presumably the last one, considering what a big badass in the name of wizard circles he seems to be. Uh, weirdo monster torture guy who does flesh crafting. He's been missing since the 50s and is um, mad as a hatter and extremely dangerous. Lovely. Do we have any leads on his location? Uh, no, but we have a name, Silas Cutler. We could potentially... these The two idiots were in contact with him. We could potentially... Maybe do something with that to draw him out? Uh, sure. I could... If we have his phone number, I could call the phone. And if he answers, I could have it traced. Hmm. I don't think we want to give the game that easily. Did you pull anything out of Wingus and Dingus? Well, they've been shipped off back to headquarters. We're not doing interrogations on site. Right. I wonder if I... I've got... I assume this is Oliver's keys? He looked like he... He looked like the type that would refuse to take public transportation. No, it's Jamie's keys. Because, you know, it's Jamie's car. Oh, okay, right. We were just joking about Oliver. Yeah, okay, if these go to the transport truck they were using, I could maybe trace where they've been doing drop-offs. Ashley just kind of, like, steps out of the doorframe and gestures down oh, the hall. Also, 
Yeah, uh, we should probably point out that they were doing stuff in the gymnasium. I think that's what he said. Yeah, the gymnasium. Okay. Uh, most of my team's gone back, but I can have the people who are still here go check it out. Oh, I need to go get rid of that body. Uh, so much to do. Okay. Um, what body? The uh, oh wait, did the did the monculus disappear when it died? It's dissolving. Like okay, the last cool. one did. I didn't remember if it did or not. But yes, now that you said like the last one did, that makes perfect sense. Just um, before we run off on another adventure, you should probably just go ahead and take Blackbird home. Oh, he... yes, I will do that first. So yeah, I'm, I I don't know if you want me to roll for it, but I'm going to take Blackbird home and then I'm going to uh, I'm going to go find the car. Yeah, I won't make you roll to transport Blackbird back to HQ. Just yeah, lay him down in your bed. He doesn't actually have a bed. He just tends to like sleep wherever he is when the sun goes down. Yeah, I. They just got a big blanket. Make an over. effort to. <laughs> yeah, I put blanket over, over them. Uh, I make it. I also make sure to lock Ankora out of the room. <laughs> yeah. She's a good girl, usually, but she is also still a murder cat. Yes. Uh, if you tell the other two that Blackbird has been returned here for medical purposes, Magpie will take a break from whatever she's doing and patch her up. Yeah, I also mentioned to Magpie what we're doing while I'm bringing Blackbird home. Just like, I figure... Magpie might know, might like have wizard contacts that uh, Emery wouldn't. If you mention the name Silas Cutler, she like almost gets into panic mode before locking herself down and just like calming it. Well, be careful. Please? I am not dying before the end of the world. I feel really anticlimactic, and I'm not letting anyone else die. I will open up a door to the Deadlands, and I will find your ghost, and I will kick your ass. I will get everyone back in one piece. I promise. Good. All right. Uh, car. Where is car? <laughs> yeah. Won't make you roll for that one either. There's only so many places where students can park, and you could just, like, walk around hitting the lock button making it blip 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 until you find it and it's a beat up little brown car it's not like a full truck do they just rent the trucks they use for this thing they you this was the car that you saw in the security camera footage you've never seen anything about a truck I just assumed it was like a big old truck since they were transporting um, a homunculus in it yeah. No, no, no. They they took the homunculus out of its container, so it was just like human person sized. <laughs> they just shoved it in the trunk. Just like put him in a car seat coat. in the back. Little hat and those uh, mustache glasses things. No, they literally just shoved it in the trunk. Oh my god. Okay. 
first thing I the do is check is the trunk. Easy transport. <laughs> oh, the the trunk smells awful. Hmm. Fine, detective work, rock, work Roxanne. <laughs> okay. Um, I would like to. This will probably end up being a big magic. You're gonna tell me, but I would like to like, I don't know, see if I can. Uh, scry the security footage on this fucking car, basically. You know, see where it's gone. Scry the history of this car? Yeah, like, I can see other times and places, so I basically just want to see... I want to see if I can see where it's gone. Huh. Like, even if I don't see where... Like, even if I don't see it with my eyes, if I could see, like... What I want to do is I want to take, like, a map of California out and like take a marker on a string and just like suspend it like a pendulum over the map and have it just like draw out all the places the car is gone. Okay, that's, yeah, this is definitely a big magic we're talking about here. Yeah. That just, that seemed like the most like magically sensible thing I could do rather than like watching this car through my magic eyes or whatever. So what would you like from me? Well, you're going to need help. You're definitely going to need Grant's help with this one. And with as big a spell as this is, and with how ragged you guys have been running yourselves, I think I'm going to hit you with a cost of use magic spells are just going to be at an ongoing minus one for the rest of the mystery. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I have a question. Uh-huh. Do car keys count as a sympathetic token for a car? <laughs> I'll allow it. Cool, I get a plus one ongoing to use magic on the car. Okay. So, the the ongoing minus one doesn't kick in until after this is done, but I need use magic rolls from both of the people participating in this ritual. Okay. Right. I got an 11. I hope I don't fuck this up. I got a seven. Roxanne rolls a seven. Okay. So you get a glitch, because this is a use magic roll. Okay. So what glitch? Hmm, I don't want immediate unwelcome attention. Oh, come on. I feel like setting a trap and then having unwelcome attention are... We're not even a trap, an ambush, are anathema to each other I'm fine with other I don't want to take one harmed that's boring I'm already taking a problematic side effect so either weakened or short duration I guess weakened would probably be the one that makes most sense I don't see how short duration would uh... I don't see how that would be any different than being weakened honestly okay so you lay the map out on the trunk of this car, attach the keys to like a piece of twine and then a marker to the other end of it, just form like a weird little dowsing chain. Oh, it doesn't matter, but I forgot to use my plus one, so I guess it's an eight instead of a seven. And you just let the magic flow, the two of you, Grant, you can like put your hands on her shoulders and just coarse scrying magic like the the sort of like looking into the past that you do 
and the marker draws just like little looping paths throughout San Bernardino. And it it hits places you would expect. It hits a bar. It hits the Dollar Tree warehouse where Erasmus and Radagast were posted up. It hits like an Asian grocery store. It doesn't go anywhere weird. That's frustrating. <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere weird. So yeah. I feel like that means that it's just going, that the trade-off is happening somewhere really normal then. I will accept throwing dice at this problem. Yeah, I was about to say, is there anything in the phone about where to meet up? No, there isn't. They just say they're meeting up, and then they do. Is there anywhere in the phone about places they have gone that don't seem like the meetup place? Like, places we could scratch off the list, like, you know, can you go pick up some food from the Asian grocery store? Or things like that. Is there any known wizard clubs in the city? (laughs) Well... Not to you. (laughs) Where do the cool wizards hang out? Well! (laughs) So, scrolling through the... Grant, you absolutely would not know where the cool wizards hang out. Shut the fuck up. Yes, Um, I do. I'm part of their gang. You know know where the cool wizards go. You know where all the wizards go. Um, So, so, so. Basically, everywhere that they go is accounted for. Like, you know, you can thumb through and you'll find a uh, a screenshot of Jamie's schedule for the last semester. And you'll find out, and you can, like, check it against uh, the text messages. And he'll, like, invite Oliver out for drinks. And the two of them will just go out drinking. Uh, or... Uh, like shortly after class or at, or at some point in the middle of the day, Jamie will get a text from Oliver like, I'm going to go out grocery shopping. Is there anything you want me to pick up? And Jamie tells him food items and he gets them. Basically, it seems like everywhere that they go out to, aside from the warehouse, is normal college student things. I, I will uh, amend that by saying that there's like talks about we need to replace a spigot. Can you hit up Home Depot? And that's like these are med students. Why do they need spigots? So they're obviously shopping for probably I tank parts. Oh, I wonder is Cutler coming to them to pick up the 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 hoopa jubes? Can I roll investigate a mystery to throw dice at it? Yep. I got an eight. You got an eight. Great. What's being concealed here? What's being concealed here is that between, like, how Oliver and Jamie move, 
based on the map on the car and the conversations between each other and between them and Erasmus, which you can also find, or you, you can, uh, no, actually that wouldn't be in there. Erasmus wouldn't text, he would just call. Um, but between Jamie and Oliver and between Jamie and Cutler is they are not going to Cutler and also Cutler is not coming to them. So then what I'm gathering from this is that they either have a way of commanding the the Joobs to you know, just go out somewhere. <gasps> I just had a thought. Mm-hmm. Hoobajubes run as fast as a car. I also feel like there was an aura on that sentence that you just didn't verbalize. Yes, that's why I said I just had a thought. Okay, good. Hey, well, was the reason that the that uh, that one homunculus was just hanging out in uh, a field because that's where they go to get picked up? Or were they out there picking up bodies? You have no way of knowing. Okay, well, consider that idea verbalized. I'll tell you this, though. Based on the path of the car, that that car never went over that bridge in all the time you were able to draw out. Yeah. That could just be a pickup spot. Like, you tell the homunculus, go wait here, and Cutler goes and picks it up at that location when he when he feels the need to. Although, the one we fought seemed pretty unfinished. Yeah. <sighs> seemed weaker than even the unenhanced one that attacked you second. Yeah, what's the deal with that? I know what I should do. Uh-huh. I would like to cast the bones. Okay. I think this is maybe the first time this move has been used. So Second please time. read. Second. Please, something like that. Please read the whole of the text aloud for us. Once per mystery, you may perform some kind of divination, tarot, casting the runes, reading entrails, or something like that, to glean information about the future. When you do a roll plus sharp on a 10 plus, hold two, on a seven and nine, hold one, on a miss, you get some information, but it's not what you want to hear. Spend the whole on a one for one to ask any question from the investigative mystery list or from the following list. What can I gain from the map person, place, thing, creature? Who touched this person, place, thing, creature before me? And the creature will answer truthfully with either a direct answer or how to find out more. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to roll sharp. I'm going to use one of my luck. Okay. I have been trying not to use luck, but I really just want to get this done. And it's been so long since I've had to use luck, I still get the experience point, right? Yes. Yes. If I use luck. Okay. Cool. I, I'm using one of my luck, finally. I've used three luck since I changed class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I want to know, where did it go? Where are the homunculus going? Okay, okay. So you can 
withdraw your tarot deck, because I believe that's how you told me you cast the bones last time it was used. I remember you doing this on the dead body of one of the fishmen. Yes, because I asked, who has touched this? Yes, and you've got a vision of the queen. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can produce your tarot deck and just like reach into the trunk of the car and swipe your finger around to get a little bit of slime on it and then just like rub that onto your deck, shuffle it, I'm gonna have to draw the deck. card. And then you, you have a, a vision of the first homunculus you encountered just kind of wandering out of the warehouse. Wandering out of the warehouse? Yeah. And it was like unfocused. You can tell based on how it was walking and the path that it was taking. It's not going there like on a command. It just sort of found its way there and settled down. I kind of hate to say it with just how much everybody's been thinking about it. It was, it was a coincidence. Wow. It winding up in the same place as that one from 50 years ago. Just a coincidence. There's no purpose in it being there. Maybe that's a really nice spot. Maybe. You still have one more hold, though. Yeah. I mean, I still just want to know, where are the homunculi going? Like, more generally. Like, I need to figure out where these things are going. Okay, okay. So, after, after watching, like, a night of... Radagast and Erasmus like getting drunk with each other and not paying close enough attention to one of their homunculi and it just wandering away from home and them not being able to find it. Put that card back in the deck, reshuffle and redraw and you have another vision. And this time it's Oliver and Jamie at this car mm-hmm. like standing like leaned up against the trunk of the car like waiting they're t- making small talk with each other it seems and then from your angle mm-hmm. a third figure steps onto steps into the frame they are heavily clothed They are wearing long pants, dark shoes, some sort of like bulky jacket. And when they take their hands out of the pockets, they are gloved and the hood is up. And as this person steps into frame, the the two college students perk up, Jamie waves, Oliver just gives a kind of like, sup, The, 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 the dude nod. And Jamie unlocks the trunk and opens it up and, like, gets his arms under the homunculus's armpits and, like, pulls it out. And this figure steps up, taps it in the center of the forehead, and it, like, comes to life. And then it's now standing, like, 
almost at attention, but like a lazy attention. And then this this hooded figure thumbs behind them, and then they all start walking together. And then the vision ends. Okay. And I should specify, this is happening here, where you are standing in this parking lot. All right, so either he is somewhere on campus or he comes here to get the, uh, homunculi. Yeah, he probably teleports. I don't think so, because he take he takes the homunculus and the other two with him, so I feel like he's not teleporting. Because it feels like they're going somewhere. If they were going, if they were just teleporting, they would teleport where, they're, where they are. They wouldn't move to go teleport. No, I mean, like, he's teleporting to the campus to meet them. That's what I mean. Yeah, I guess. It just doesn't feel like he would teleport to the campus and then walk somewhere afterwards. Hmm. Well, not for nothing, but you do know where they have their, like, lab. Yeah. I, I guess we just have to go check the lab, then. Yeah. So, you guys know where its laboratory is? Let's check the labs. See if they got any funk in the lab. It's not difficult to look up a map of the campus and find out where this athletics building is. Uh, And you can walk over there. You pass Ashley, uh, like, coordinating with her team in the parking lot just like getting them ready to go check this place out. They haven't actually gone in yet. So you cross campus and reach the building and it's kind of squat. It's very circular though. And it's bigger than this image makes it look. It is about twice the size of like a high school gymnasium. The sport dome. The the sport torus? You can't actually tell if there's like a hole in the middle. The sport disc. The sportus. <laughs> I'm sportus. And I mean, there's all kinds of doors inside. I walk in triumphantly. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't kick the door down. You don't have to. The door's not locked. Cool. Uh... Lock it and then kick the door down. <laughs> I turn around, kick the door down. It's it's glass <laughs> and transparent. I get my leg stuck. It cuts me up real bad. It real hurts. It really hurts. Um, no. Take or harm, ignore armor. Oh, I'm dead. Dang. <laughs> uh, as you like enter the building and look around, it seems to be pretty empty except for like a janitor who's sweeping. It's the end of the semester. Cleanup's got to happen. Like a, a janitor that works here? Yeah. They just let him do his job. Well, Ashley did say that they only had like 95% of the, uh, 85% of the campus evacuated. So it's, it wasn't like they got everybody. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I am human and I'm going to go chat up the janitor. Okay. 
Uh, there you go. Uh, hey, man, you busy? Are you secretly a powerful evil wizard? I don't think uh, he's God, what if the wizard was him? God, what a fucking power move that would be. <laughs> <laughs> you walk up to him and ask, are you busy? And he, like, he's got headphones in, and he, like, looks at you, looks at his broom, takes his headphones out, and, like, turns to you. No. Yeah, sorry. Stupid question. I got it. Um, sorry. I just got a question for you. Uh, have you seen a? Uh, have you seen like two students come in here a lot? Two specific students. Uh, you probably wouldn't know them by name, but uh, Oliver Patterson and Jamie Carter. One of them's kind of nerdy-looking black dude. Got a bit of a receding hairline. Uh, and the other one's a uh, the other one's a white kid some facial hair dresses like he's trying too hard might have seen him in some vests and ties okay that one sticks out yeah yeah uh, it's, I've definitely seen the other one or I, I've definitely seen that one I can't remember if the other one's ever shown up I mean that could be any of the thousand black students at this university. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he might have just like made an impression on you. But that's yeah. a fair question. Uh, yes, they've been here. Yeah, they've been here. You wouldn't happen to like know where they tend to hang out. Like, uh, I know it's a weird question. Yeah, it's a weird enough question that I actually would like uh, manipulate someone. Cool, okay. Wow, how? How? Oh, that's a five. Oh, you rolled snake eyes. That is the worst roll I could ever make. <sighs> yeah, okay, I guess uh, I guess I'm not getting anything out of this dude, because I am not spending luck on this question. Dude just thinks I'm a dark and is like, whatever. <laughs> well, he, he just kind of like, re he, he kind of adjusts his grip on the mop and has a kind of incredulous look like you don't look like police you turn into a pig well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna whip out a badge or something i'm not a cop i just uh, they're up to something bad news and it's kind of my job to look into it all right i'm not a cop though well if you're not a cop then uh you will need to go through the uh, official university channels and I can provide information that way. Alright, man. Well, thank you for your help. He just kind of like gives a dismissive wave, puts his headphones back in and goes back to sweeping. Well, that didn't work out very well. Meanwhile, I'm going to go try and find this basement. Okay. You're supposed to know everything. <laughs> and he does know everything. He's just not willing to share. I mean, I'm fine with it. It was kind of an easy. It was kind of an easy roll to lose. What if we offer him some of the weed? <laughs> <laughs> like I could um, go get a cop, I guess. Okay, so well, Grant says he wants to find the basement. So yeah. that sounds like an. It's it'll be kind of like an investigative mystery, but not really. So just roll me sharp. Okay. Twelve. Twelve. Nice. You manage to positively identify the door that will get you to the lower levels of this 
facility. Alright. Is it locked? Yes. Is the janitor anywhere near where I am? Here's what I'll do. I know you've rolled Act Under Pressure to pick locks before, like way back during the first odds hunt. Yeah. So I will, I'll let you roll it. And I'll just say that like Roxanne and Steiner can be lookouts to be to like signal you like, hey, cut it out. He's about to come around the corner or something like that. All right. I mean, it could just be happening simultaneously while I'm chatting with the janitor. Yeah, that's, that that's more what I was going with for. Uh, I got an oh, 11. You a, yeah, you rolled an 11. Okay, cool. So you can just pop that shit open pretty easily. Uh, and then I... I'm assuming Steiner's with me, so I will open the door, and I'll go age before beauty. Sure. <laughs> At what point does Roxanne rejoin the group? I don't know. I probably just walk up after Grant finishes lock- picking the door. Like... I don't know. I can always go try and find Ashley to see if she'll wield her authority <laughs> for me. <laughs> the problem is she technically works for an environmental agency. So I just she still don't think... She has a gun. <laughs> and a badge. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you which way you want this to go. I want to see what we find in the basement before uh, before I go get Ashley. Okay. All right. So three of you can make your way inside. Uh, It's a short hallway that quickly turns into a flight of stairs and then another door that this one isn't locked. So you're able to just get it open easily. You all take a couple steps inside and then You all have been in life or death combat situations for close to a year now. Grant for longer because he's been a consultant for a while. Yeah. So you all have just sort of this, you all have sort of developed this like instinct. This bit where you you don't, it's, it's not a conscious mechanism that any of you do, but you all just have moments where you suddenly become aware that you are in terrible danger and that lights up. Everybody roll me act under pressure at a minus two, except for Roxanne, because you're preternaturally fast, so you get a minus one. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Grant rolls a nine, Roxanne rolls a seven, Steiner rolls a seven. Okay. There's a moment where you'll kind of like lock up as your adrenaline spikes and you go into danger mode. And then one, two, three, you are all struck from behind by something incredibly powerful. Steiner, Roxanne, you black out instantly. Grant, you have just the faintest moment of consciousness as you whirl around to see who shot you and I mean you didn't get a good look at his face but Roxanne certainly would recognize the janitor (laughs) 
I fucking called that. <laughs> I think I did too. We're gonna have to roll back the tapes. I need to know who called it. I did. I said first. I, did. I said, "Are you an evil wizard?" Oh, I think you did. That's true. Ah. <sighs> okay. So. I was kind of nervous about that last roll because I wasn't quite sure how I was going to make a 10 happen. <laughs> Were you still planning on him being the janitor if I had rolled well with him? Yes. Okay. okay. What he would have, if you had gotten a 10 or if you had gotten a 7 to 9 and provided whatever he asked for, he would have unlocked the door to you. And then he would have knocked us out. And then he would have shot you all from behind. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so uh, we had uh, a bunch of failed rolls this time. Who leveled up? I, I did. I, Do you I know what you're up. taking? Um, yes, I think I do. My options are pretty limited. I don't really... Getting a haven at this point would be... We are worthless. I feel like... <laughs> so my options are basically... You can start erasing cookies or getting luck points back. Nah, nah. Uh, she's only on her ordinary improvement. She hasn't hit advanced. Oh, uh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, my options are basically at this point either plus one Weren't sharp take or another take another rote? rote. And yes, sorry, I was just talking for it. I was making fun okay. radio for it. Okay, yeah. You, we can talk before about you taking that hydrokinesis rote using the queen's crown. Yes. And Roxanne does not hold the crown. She definitely puts it on her head when she uses it. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I'm gonna take another rope. Did uh, did Grant or Steiner level up? No. The one failed roll I got was corrected by Colin with the help out. So uh, okay. I got one failed roll, uh, and I only just leveled up last time. So right on. Okay. So, good session, everybody. You, uh, you all got hurt pretty bad, but you definitely mowed through that third homunculus faster than I expected you to. I am not quite accounting for just how fucking lethal Steiner is. Sometimes. If I roll real good, I'm pretty damn lethal. Yeah. I mean, we are trying to stop the end of the world. I figure hit hard equals good. You're pretty damn lethal even then, because that guy only had 18 harm. So mm. considering you can, you're dealing four with every hit and armor doesn't apply to you, you're kind of chewing through him. <sighs> I think thematically it's very fun, though. Yes. Yeah. There's a reason he's the chosen one. Yes. I like how you guys dealt with the human wizards. I like that you just fucking ruined one of them and told the other one to cool it or die. Give up. Just give up. I have many arms for breaking many bones. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, next time, we'll hopefully be the last one of this hunt. Uh, it's going to get a little bit gnarly. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for what's coming. I hope you guys are. Yeah. 
I'm so excited. I'm very excited. What was that? Uh, It's, uh, I can't even tell you what it is, what it was even a reference to at this point. It's just a thing that that? I heard a million times that is just. That was Atlantis. That was Bolier. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I just heard it on this, on TV so many fucking times. It burned into my brain. Uh, all right. Well, that'll be next time then. Uh, as for this time, thank you, my players, for being here and indulging in my nonsense. And thank you, folks at home, for indul- indulging in all of our collective nonsense. Thank you for indulging all of our bullshit. It's a lot of bullshit. It's fun bullshit. It is fun bullshit, and I hope it's fun enough bullshit that you'll be here for the next one. Till then, though, take care. Good night. I'm not going to say it. Good night.